bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of judgment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. So before the break, oh, let me let me remind you because I know it's coming up. The new 1017 The Truth is home of Milwaukee Panthers basketball. Don't miss any of the hoop action by listening to Panthers basketball on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com and all of the favorite streaming platforms. Tune in this Sunday. Milwaukee Panthers will compete with the College Basketball Invitational against Stetton University Hatters. Coverage begins Sunday, 4 o'clock, tip-off, set for 4.30, right here on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and all the streaming platforms. So, here we go. Here we go. So, Oh, and by the way, I'm, I'm thinking sometime this hour we're going to be giving away a uh, qualification for the 5K giveaway so you can be qualified. This month we're giving away the money. Last day of the month. If you qualify, you may be the person that wins $5,000 from the 5K giveaway from Gruber Law Offices. So make sure you do that. So there's a story that is out and... One of two Milwaukee police officers charged in connection with the February 2022 in-custody death of Keyshawn Thomas apologized in court today through his attorney. Retired MPD officer Donald Kruger, 49, faces a felony count of abuse of residents of penal facilities. Suspended Milwaukee Police Department officer Marco Lopez, 40, faces a felony count of misconduct in public office for making a false Entry. Kruger appeared in court for the first time today. He received a $5,000 signature bond. His attorney apologized to Keyshawn fam- Thomas's family and said 
He didn't do anything to contribute to this. Kishan was arrested on 20th and Capitol and taken into custody after being pulled over for a moving violation just before 2 a.m. on Wednesday, February 23rd of 2022. He had a bench warrant for theft from two years prior. He was taken to a holding cell around 3 a.m. without incident during a cell block check at 6 a.m. They noticed Thomas was not breathing despite life-saving attempts. He was pronounced dead at District 5 after 6 p.m. Report from the medical examiner's office showed that the cause of death was acute mixed drug intoxication. We have an individual that died in custody of the government. So, sure, I mean, could have, should have, would have, said Paul Booker, Kruger's attorney. As far as my client goes, he didn't do anything to contribute to this. Body camera shows that Keyshawn Thomas ate drugs and The arresting officer's body camera video showed the police removed Thomas from the squad at District 5. There was what appeared to be a clear plastic baggie on the floorboard. Additionally, there was a white rock-like substance that appeared to be drugs on the seat Thomas was sitting on. The video showed Thomas lunging toward the substance. He was trying to eat it. He's trying to eat it, an officer said. Video showed the officer pulled Thomas away before he was able to ingest the substance. The video depicted the following exchange. The officer said, okay, so there's one rock. Where's the other one? Thomas, I have no more. I ate them. Officer said, you ate them? I ate the little, the little smoke I had. At that point, Thomas was led to the desk in the garage, searched, appeared to as if more drugs were located in the front left pocket. And Thomas said, weed that I eat, but honestly, I only had one piece. Thomas was then led by officers from the garage to the holding room. Now, me, right? Me being, they, they, they did the medical questionnaire like they were supposed to, and then that was that, and he was alert, and he was fine. Me, this is me, not second-guessing, not armchair quarterbacking, but after 30 years of law enforcement and kind of working in and out of it just a little bit, I would say, and this is what we did. I don't know what they were directed to do. I don't know how this is going to play out. It's a court, it's a criminal court case, and I don't wish that on anybody. However, when you ingest drugs and I see you ingest drugs, what do you do? 833-212-1017 is the number. What should these officers, what should these officers have done? And if you want to follow me live in the studio, I'm on Twitter at 1017thetruth, twitter.com forward slash 1017thetruth. Make sure you check it out. So I'm, I'm just of the understanding that there are certain things you do no matter what. There are certain things that you do that keep the person safe, keeps the officer safe, because in the end, once that officer is in your custody, that officer, once that prisoner is in your custody, they're yours. Everything about them, everything that happens to them, everything that needs to be done, it's on you. And that's it. You are responsible to a point. Now, if you follow all the rules, if you do your cell checks like you're supposed to, 
I mean, I can only say what I did, which I can't hold these officers to the same um, standard because it's different today. I'm sure things have evolved and things have changed and things have become more closer to what's needed today. I can only go with what I used to do. I can easily look up the the rule and procedure as it relates to prisoners, and it'll tell you exactly what they have to do. Sometimes things like this happen, and there's it's, it's, it's nobody's fault. You ingested drugs, and you died. I have issues with it because when I saw people ingest drugs, they went to the hospital. If I had a question as to whether or not you ingested drugs in a car on the street, anywhere in the city, you're going to the hospital. If you tell me, oh, I just ate a rock and some weed, I feel okay, you're going to the hospital. Any foreign substance in you, if I suspect there's a foreign substance in you, you are going to the hospital. Do I dare second guess these officers? No, I'm going to let the jury do that. Recognizing that no one's perfect. 833-212-1017 is the number. So they fail to seek medical attention. Kruger said, I'm going to send him to the hospital for the ingestion. However, Kruger failed to call an ambulance, failed to get Thomas medical attention. Instead, he placed him in a cell. Kruger did this after being told Thomas ingested a crack rock first a lot and then only one and a half ecstasy pills in marijuana. Oh, no. No, 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 no. We're not we're not even having a conversation about this. We're 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 not even yeah. Done. I'm not second guessing at all. I'm saying I don't know. I'm saying let it play out in court like it's supposed to. Let it play out in court. And they'll handle it there. Be sure to tune in to The Truth this Saturday, 10 a.m. for our brand new show, Soft Life Chronicles, presented by all of us in Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement and Health Partnerships. Denise Thomas will be joined by all of us in Milwaukee to have a discussion on women prioritizing their health and advocating for themselves during this International Women's Month. Be sure to listen. Soft Life Chronicles, 10 a.m. Saturday, presented by all of us in Milwaukee, right here on the new 101 Seven, the truth. Make sure you also tune in this Friday. March is International Women's Day, but it's also Colorectal Awareness Month. And the truth wants to really bring awareness to this preventable and treatable and curable disease. Tune in to Truth in the Afternoon with me, Dr. Ken Harris, this Friday at 5 o'clock. I'll be joined by Dr. Charles Rogers of the Medical College of Wisconsin's Cancer Center and G from G's Clippers. They'll be promoting the educational session that they're hosting. It's coming up next Wednesday, March 29th, and also talk about the importance of getting screened for colorectal cancer. Again, that's this Friday, March 17th, St. Patty's Day, 5 o'clock, right here on the new 101.7 The Truth. We've got calls, we got talking texts, everything's coming in. We'll be right back. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017, the number. Make sure you download the 1017, the Truth app in the Apple Store and Google Play Store. Shakur, you're on the new 1017, the Truth. How are you? I'm good, Doctor. How are you? I'm good. Haven't talked to you in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just go to Africa and then I come back. That's how I was. Okay. Yeah, um, what I want to talk about that uh, if I am a policeman, okay, and I, I find out one of the person I catch him has a drag on him, and the drag he is the drag, okay? Right. When he is the drag, so what I will do in my side, if I'm a policeman, I will check back what I have been trained if it's included for this one, for this situation. And my book note or the way I have been trained before I become there, if it's not included or if it's included, I will follow that procedure. And what I will do first, I will first do on for this person if he can throw it away if it's not so what i will do well, no will, he can't he, uh, he can't throw it away he has to you know any drugs the officer finds they have to you know charge him with it and they need to make sure well make sure it's illegal <laughs> they charge him with it and you know put it on inventory because it's evidence you know there's a special procedure for drugs but, maybe a permit you know if he can form it if, if he cannot form it it's no, 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 no. We're not, we're not doing vomiting anything. You're not a medical doctor. Your job is to call an ambulance and let medical officials take care of it. That's what I will do. Yeah, I will take to ambulance and take to the hospital. And what the doctor describes, if he's okay, then I will take him back to the jail. That's what I will do. Right, right. So I will not take him. I will not take him straight to jail. Well, he has those things in his. Correct. Correct. Even if we have a question as to whether or not you did it, take them to the hospital. Yeah, I will do that. I will take to the hospital and stay there, clear the doctors, whatever says the doctor. Right. If he says clear the doctor, and then I will take back to the Yeah, that's what I will do it. All right. Well, thank you much. Because it's a citizen person, and I am working for him, you know? It doesn't matter if he's a drug person or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is uh, one of the uh, uh, community, you know? So I have to follow what I'm supposed to train it, what I'm supposed to do to save life. I'm a policeman. I am safe lifer. You know, I save lives. I don't take lives for no reason. All right. Well, thank you much, thank Shakur. You. I appreciate it. Have a good evening. 833-212-1017 is the number. Talking text line said, Dr. Ken, when you have life and death in your hands, you can't afford a day off, just as surgeons should uh, should as well. It's the reason why they're taking a good portion of the city budget. Well, mm, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Um, but they're not perfect. And we have to be able to separate out mistakes from willful neglect, right? When you just neglect it and you don't do your duty. When you're derelict in your duty, that's a problem. And if they find that they were derelict in their duty, 
they should be held accountable. And that's hard because I, you know, I guess I'm the same way. You know, I should be held accountable. Uh, Al said, I would never believe anything police say. Too many cops lie. Clearly, you don't deal with other human beings who actually lie as well. So. I would just expect the police to do it significantly less than a general public. Uh, 414-852 says, hi, Dr. Ken. Can you force a young adult to go to the hospital leave if that person declines to go? If you are in police custody and the police take you to the doctor, you have to go. Now, when you get there, you can cause all kinds of issues and say you don't want to be treated and all that stuff. Sure. But that's between you and the doctor. The police officer, if they believe, don't let me rephrase that. As a police officer, if I felt you took drugs or you had a mental condition or a health condition that might cause a negative outcome to you or me or the situation, I'm calling an ambulance or I'm transporting you to the hospital myself and get you medically cleared. That's just me. For whatever reason, people have reasons and they do what they do. But I can't second guess them because, one, I wasn't there. I don't see any of the paperwork or reports. One of the officers, I think it was Lopez, who's accused of falsifying a report by saying he did something that he didn't do. Um, that's, that's scary in and of itself because in the end, um, yeah. There's video. There's audio. I remember checking cells and having to literally wake people up from a sound sleep. They'd be mad. Every 15 minutes, bang on the door. They wake up. Like, I got to wake you up to make sure you're breathing. I'm not going to look at you and hear you snoring. That'll trouble me even more because you can know what happened to people that can snore, right? You know, sleep apnea. They might swallow their tongue. All sorts of things can happen. So what do you do? You simply... Check on them every 15 minutes like you're supposed to. Four times an hour. Done. Like, it, it's not hard. It's a pain, really. Every 15 minutes. Well, got to wake up. But that's what you're getting paid for. So you're absolutely right. A good portion of the city budget pays you to do your job. Do your job. Do your job. 833-212-1017 is... The number Dion the nine said the police don't even look at black people as human beings. That's not true, especially white officers. I'm going to say that's not true because I've worked with white officers and they were some good officers. Officers I trusted my life with who have been in places that have, you know. Helped me to the point where I'm alive today because of that. So and that's just my experience. But the majority of the police officers in the city of Milwaukee, when I was there, are good, law-abiding, and the bad apples need to be weeded out. The bad apples need to be removed. And until we change the culture, it's going to happen. They go on to say, they said the police don't even look at black people as human beings, especially white officers. They probably was happy he died. The jury will find them innocent. Why would you even say that? Like, how do you even know? Stop taking up for the police. You're not officer. You, first of all, you don't tell me what to do, Dion the Nine. Number one. 
and you're not bound by the code anymore. And what code is that? Saying silly stuff like they might cut off your pension. That's ridiculous. You know what my police code was? Everything's right when you did something wrong. Pay the piper. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. And that's pretty much it. And most of the cops I know live by that. But if you keep amplifying the bad ones and say they represent everybody, then your argument should be the same argument when white people amplify black criminals and say we're all criminals. If you're complaining about that too, then I'll, I'll listen to you when you complain about cops like that. But if you're not complaining about that, I'm not really trying to hear that. 833-212-1017 is the number. I'm, it's it's just it, it just bothers me. That's that's just me, but it, it just it just disturbs me how that how that happens. If you don't like the police, I'm okay with that. If if you don't like the police, I mean it's okay. I get it. But at some point, we'll figure it out. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Traffic, weather, and a little bit of sports. And you'll hear about Aaron Rodgers and all that stuff. And he's he's gone. I'm out. This is the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on one zero one seven The Truth, the Truth app, and one zero one seven thetruthcom You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Doug, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you? All right. Thanks, Dr. Ken here. And thanks for him pick, having to pick your phone up. I wanted to say an echo on your sentiments on that subject. Uh, sad that he offers conscious, whoever doesn't have the same conscious minded type of. Um, way of handling the situation as far as thinking a little bit of deeper into um human human being how if it was on the other side the flip side let's just say that i wonder how it would have been handled that's all i have to say and i enjoy, i love you dr king my man all, all right. right thank you much appreciate it yeah bye-bye yeah i mean i don't know i don't know how it would have been handled all I can do is I know what I would have done. And that's the only person, place, thing I can hold accountable to. So I get it. I get it. I get the, the not liking the police. Sometimes I don't like them. <laughs> uh, I, I, I get the um, when you say the police do wrong in the black community. They do. Some of them. But this blanket blame of everybody 
troubles me. The blanket blame of everybody being wrong, everybody being racist, everybody being biased, everybody being prejudiced. I don't know if I can get with that. And so for people to say that are black, they trust or don't trust black officers because they're black, but don't trust white officers because they're white. I feel some kind of way about that. I don't necessarily agree with that. Oh, you're taking up for the police. No, because I've seen some cops go to jail who should have went to jail. And if I was on a jury, I would have voted to convict. Nobody's perfect. I think we just hold it. We're holding them to an untenable standard. We're, we're holding them as if their standard is higher than everybody else, and it's not. They should break the law less than everybody else. But the standard is the same. Like, homicide doesn't change. Oh, you're a cop, so homicide is 50 years, where if you're not a cop, homicide is 20 years. Well, what, well what, what are you saying? That the person that's killed by the police officer, their life is more important than the person that isn't? That's the issue I have with black-on-black crime. You complain, you march, you scream, you holler, you loot, you rob, you do all this stuff under the guise of Black Lives Matter when it's a cop. But black lives don't seem to matter when we kill each other. The bad thing about it, I know they do. The lives matter. We just need to start saying it. And we need to start showing it. Because at some point, the breakdown is eventually going to be too much, and we may go the route of Detroit circa 20, 25 years ago. Because we're headed there. How can you make Milwaukee a tech hub when crime is so bad here? Who in their right mind would come here when crime is so bad and make it a tech hub? Unless you're going to be in the suburbs. And personally, I think you should be in the city. So let's get out from under this Collins agreement. Let's do everything right and get it out of the way. And then let's go about being the class A city that we really are. And then on top of that, seven Central Virginia sheriff's deputies arrested, charged with second-degree murder yesterday after a man in their custody died shortly after they took him from county jail to a state mental health facility. Ervo Otieno, 28, died March 6th. Um, during the intake process to the facility, according to a statement from Dinwiddie County Commonwealth's attorney, uh, state police investigators were told he had become combative during the admission process and was physically restrained. And his body's taken to the chief medical officer for an autopsy. So they don't know why he died, but they're saying that the statement and criminal affidavits for the deputies offered few details of what is what causes death. But an attorney said that he died in a brutal nature. And so nothing in here shows how he died. Nothing in here has evidence that says this is what happened and this is what they did. But 
they admittedly haven't seen any reports, no autopsy, but they're saying he died from. So they must have something. They must have something. So that'll be another interesting case that we'll track here in Milwaukee and in Virginia. Sandra, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you, Sandra? Sandra, I'm fine. Good to hear. Okay. I, I am great. <laughs> How are you? I am not complaining. I'm okay. I'm not complaining. I'm listening to your program and let my little dog out the door. Let him play a little bit. You let your dog outside he without a leash? No, I got a big fence. Oh, okay. I was, I got I was about lot. to send the public to your house. Be like, hey, write her a ticket. She need a ticket. Uh-uh. $5 million ticket. No, I can't <laughs> let them get hurt. I got a big fence. I got a double lot and a big fence, but I still have to watch him because I don't want him to, you know, I just don't want nothing to happen to him. There you go. And so I still, I'm, I'm still on him. <laughs> it's like a Siamese. You know, but they yeah, say so people just, with dogs live longer. Did you know that? Well, I'm 74 in May. I'm buying. Well, Is first of all, congratulations. That's long. Oh, and and I'm getting me two dogs. You are? Mm-hmm. I, I just okay. don't know what kind to buy. I don't know. So that's what we're going to be oh, talking okay. about after the break. What kind of dog should I buy? I don't want one of them little toy dogs that yeah. all night, all day. Well, that's what I have now. You know, I didn't, somebody gave her to me, but my other, my other four I had died, but I had a big one. He was, uh, uh, they call him a Span Gold. He's like a, a Labrador, but he was mixed with Spaniel okay. and Labrador. Okay. Yeah, he, he didn't play. He was kind of a, he, he was silly and goofy. That's, that's, that's what I call him. But, uh, you know, I had German Shepherd before too. So, um, wow. and that had belonged to my sister. Uh huh. And he was a nice dog. He was solid black. He was a beautiful dog and he was really great. Only thing I had two other dogs that would fight him. <laughs> so I had to find somebody for him. So <laughs> you had children. You, you didn't have dogs. You had children. Well, yeah, they would be rolling on the ground. The big one would roll those two on the ground like a little bowling ball. Wow. I said, oh, no. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and so I said I had to find somebody for him I because, laugh. you know, I got laugh. serious, you know. So, but they were good. He was a good dog. He was an excellent dog. Okay. And so, um, but yeah, so, hey, just look it up and see which one need a lot of uh, outdoor activities and, and have to use the bathroom a lot. The little ones usually have to go more so, and then the bigger ones. But other than that, yeah. But uh, I got them. But yeah, you were speaking of our little people, our little great people, the police department, police. And uh, really, I didn't really call to um, say anything really about the police. I just call. You know my mission. My mission is uh, to put some of these guns down, you know. I just can't stand it when the first thing we say is we need to stop killing each other. And I'm saying, well, I, I need to start getting some records of how many of us killing each other because I need to get me some graphs. I got to work on this because how how are we going to do this? How are we going to bring ourselves together to, um, what do you say, uh, do it ourselves and build our own businesses and this and that and that, and, and we're killing each other. Right. So how are we going to come together and get a business going? You know I don't I mean? know. Just, well, do, I mean, I, together. Uh-huh. I, I, I think about it. 
but I don't mm-hmm. I don't know looking at the crime statistics today um, mm-hmm. most victims of crimes are victims at the hand of people that are the same race so how do you change and that so we well, we got to get back to what we did before years ago. You know, we didn't do all of that. You know, we had the social centers. We walked to school together and all that stuff. I mean, we got to have some more commu- better communication besides thinking every time we get into mm-hmm. a fight or argument, we got to pull the gun out and shoot each other. And that, that's permanent. Right. Once you, once you kill somebody, it's permanent. Take take their behind to I, I put them in some handcuffs, take them to the funeral. Take them down there to the morgue. Let them see what has to be done to these people that you shot and killed. But I don't think they, they, they care. Get off. They don't get to see the miserable part of it. But I don't think they care. I don't know. But that's why they need to be handcuffed and take them down there. Let them see what they did. Okay. Because, I mean, it's getting away too easy. You got mad at somebody, so you just shot them. And yeah. you, walk, you think you're walking away, but you don't walk away. You get arrested. So handcuffed, they're behind, and let them go down Sometimes. to the morgue, let them go down there to uh, 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 the funeral home, just handcuff them and let them see what has to be done. And I think maybe they may think a little bit before they start. You know, they may not get out of jail, though. Right. Once they go to jail, Isn't they go it too to late by then? Isn't it too late by then? It's very late. Now, okay. you know, I tell you about my son. It's very late because right. you feel like the prisoner going to see them. Yeah. Because you got to go down there. You got to go through metal detectors and everything. All right. So it's very late. So I, you know, I think it's something we could do, but it's got to be better than what's, you know, us talking about it and it just go up in the air. All right. Well, thank you much, Sandra. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 833 is the number. Who are you hollering at, Sue? I pressed the button and I heard you hollering like, "What's she doing?" Why she hollering at me? And I just turned the phone on and she okay. (laughs) I was just gonna chime in about your dog selection. Okay, Uh, yellow labs and black labs are magnificent dogs. They're loyal. They're strong. They're fun, and they're big, and they don't shed a lot. And what are the negatives about owning a Labrador? None that I know of. You said so. Somebody said like they're bad as that... puppies. Yeah, they chew up a lot of stuff. They're bad as puppies. So they're so so. I got to deal with children <laughs> with lab. Nah. So how old do a, does a lab need to be when I buy it? Like two, three? Ooh, uh, you're out of my zone of expertise. Well, no, I'm I saying so they lab. don't tear up my house and be goofy and running around and knocking stuff over. I had that with two Maybe children. Maybe somebody, you know. <laughs> they'll be great with your kids they'll be just great with your kids i don't have any kids um, they're grown oh i thought you said they're oh 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 well then i don't know man i just think <laughs> yellow labs and black labs i just All love right. them thank you much i appreciate they're good, it Sue. they're loyal they're fun okay bye all right bye-bye Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number i wonder what kind of dog i should get one call, that's all. One call, that's all is right. You heard it. Now's your chance to be entered in to win as a finalist for the One Call, That's All 5K giveaway. You heard it right. That's $5,000. Be caller number three right now. 
be entered to win $5,000. Remember, if you or a loved one has ever been injured in an accident, call Gruber Law Offices now. One call, that's all. Caller number three, 833-212-1017 to be a finalist to win. It'll make you eligible to win. You'll be entered in to win. $5,000 $5,000 from the one call. That's all 5K giveaway. For official contest rules, visit 1017thetruth.com. 833-212-1017 is the number. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number one. I want to say congratulations to Marlo. She's a 5K finalist. She's a clock. He, she, Marlo. My apologies. Marlo. He is a 5K qualifier. I should have just said Marlo 5K qualifier. Anyway, um, my apologies. Marlo, you are a 5K Qualifier, so you might get your name pulled March 31st on my show, and I can tell you exactly when I'm gonna pull it. You ready? Between 4 and 6 p.m. There, see, it was easy. Uh, while the Tulsa officer was vindicated in less than an hour yesterday, a federal jury reached a verdict in a civil lawsuit involving a black teenager detained while riding in a car with his white grandmother. The jury sided with the officer, Patrick Kane. From the Wauwatosa Police Department, finding that he acted with reasonable suspicion and did not violate a kill Carter's civil rights during a traffic stop in 2018. It's been nearly five years since Carter, who's black, was ordered out of a car he was riding in with his white grandmother. But yesterday, Carter told a jury in federal court the memories haunt him. He said, I try not to think about it because it always brings back those memories. Cameras are not allowed inside the courtroom, but WISN 12, where I got the story from, WISN.com. Hillary Mintz listened to the testimony and closing arguments. He was 18 at the time. Patrick Kane pulled over a blue Lexus on 114th and Burleigh near Mayfair Collection. Testified that a black man pulled over, alerted him that he saw a robbery in a blue Lexus. Kane said that the man told him, if you don't act now, they're going to get away. Jurors watched the taped deposition of what the tipster said. Carl Anderson said he told the officer a black man was sitting in the middle of of the back seat, he had his right hand over the passenger's left shoulder and a black object in his hand. Anderson went on to tell attorneys, I told him, I think there's a possible robbery taking place and he saw a long black object. It may be a gun. It looked like a gun and then said he remembered a few details that day. He didn't say how he knew the robbery was happening and so it went on. Um, Carter said that he was very ashamed, very humiliated and basically they did a what um, amounted to a traffic stop, pulled him over on a robbery tip. He says it didn't have anything to do with race. Um, They let him go after about five minutes in handcuffs. They verified the story, and that was that. And and they were going based on what they were told by a third party. Um, I'm assuming? I I would actually ask... Okay, Carl Anderson. Um, well, I don't know if Carl Anderson was black or white. Would that matter? You think that would matter? I don't know. And so, 
they made a point to say that he was never disciplined for the stop. Sounds to me with a third party saying, hey, can you go, you know, look at that. I think there's something going on. And the officer stops you and detains you a reasonable amount of time. Five minutes is a reasonable amount of time to figure out whether or not you're somebody's grandson and let you go. I'm just saying. 833-212-1017 is the number. I'm, 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 in this instance, I can see why the officer did it. I can see why the officer pulled him over. Um, on the witness stand, uh, Carter's attorney asked him why he wanted to pursue the lawsuit. He said, I believe something should have happened differently. In closing arguments, the plaintiff's attorney told jurors Kane did not have reasonable suspicion to seize or initiate a stop that day. And based on the information that's given here, he had it. A third party came to him and said, hey, I think that guy, that, that guy there's a guy in the car, gave the description, gave the information. If the officer didn't and the person was now being held and was subsequently robbed or killed and the officer knew about it, you would hold him accountable for it. So would you hold me accountable for that? And so the the talking text line said the person who made the false report should be litigated against. No, they shouldn't. They acted in good faith. They acted in good faith. Zero minutes is a reasonable time to follow citizens and place them in chains. They weren't in chains. Stop. Grow up. They weren't in chains. Stop it. Because if it was your mother or your sister and it was legitimate, wouldn't you want a third party say at least check? That's all I'm saying. Holding people to standards that the people complaining themselves can't be held to. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Tori Lowe shows up next, but thank you for the talk and text. Tori Lowe's coming up next. I'll be here in about 22 hours. Always remember, never miss a show. You can stream us on multiple platforms. Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Download the Truth app. You can also check out the show. I'll be broadcasting live. My open on LinkedIn and my show on 1017thetruth at twitter.com. God bless. Take care. Alex, as always, appreciate you. I'm out.